The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. You're welcome back to the show. Kieran Cuddy with you until seven o'clock. Uh, Nathan Murphy of Off the Ball is with me uh, to look ahead to the weekend sporting action. Champions League final is tomorrow night. Yes. City against Inter. Not a huge amount of hype. I heard you talking about this. Uh, I think it's just because, well, certainly in this country, obviously, there's not a huge Manchester City fan base. Yeah. If it was United, you'd have. Uh, both the uh, jubilant United fans and the uh, concerned Liverpool supporters all getting involved and uh, vice versa as it has been more often than not over the last couple of years. And City, it's such a strange scenario that this club has blossomed on the pitch, commercially incredibly successful, but their fan base hasn't grown massively in this part of the world. I think around the world, certainly, the brand is becoming bigger, the signing of Erling Haaland, Mm. the genius of Kevin De Bruyne. But even if you go to the Etihad Stadium, like it's the one Premier League ground, if you want to bring your kids to see quality Premier League football, you will get tickets. You might struggle to get tickets to the Manchester Derby or for the Liverpool game, but if you want to go next season and watch Manchester City against West Ham at the Etihad, you'll have no problem getting as many really? tickets as you want. Wow. Okay. Because my son claims he's a City fan. <laughs> <laughs> kind of it. As has mine from time to time. Yeah. See, so yeah, I was over. I now, was over right? last season. He could be an Inter fan by tomorrow night. And it's listen. It's a, so. it's a. It's a. It's a great experience for them. You, we were there last season, and you have Riyad Mahrez warming up two feet in front of you, and Kevin De Bruyne, and it's a Premier League game, and it's yeah. potentially the European champion. So, just a bit of life advice for you there. Half All of right. Ireland will be there now next um, season. How big a deal would it be for City to do the treble? Oh, enormous! I think uh, both. For the club and for Pep Guardiola, considering he hasn't won this since 2011, he hasn't won the Champions League without Lionel Messi, and he's had any amount of calamitous failures over recent years. You think back to last year's semi-final against Real Madrid, where they can see three goals in injury time just fall apart. The year before, which is the one that really falls on his shoulders, they get to the final against Chelsea. He decides, I'm not going to play midfield. Mm. He doesn't play Rodri. Uh, They get beaten 1-0 by a fairly bang average Chelsea side. And there have been other issues through the previous four or five years as well. So is there a mental block there for Pep Guardiola? It does feel over the last few months City have gone to a whole other level that in the big games he hasn't tried anything peculiar. He hasn't tried to overthink it. You can sort of pick what the team is going to be tomorrow night. Right now it will be a massive shock if he tried anything else. And in all the big games they've just been getting better and better. You look at those matches at the end of the season against Arsenal, against Liverpool, particularly against Real Madrid in the semi-final where they produced one of the all-time great performances from an English club. It's very hard and everything we've seen this season to make any case against Manchester City, but it's Champions League final. It's a very experienced Inter Milan side. They're tough. They're, tactically, they'll be well set up, but anything less than City completing the treble will be a huge, huge shock. Um well, speaking of then kind of landmark days in sports, so FIFA confirm overnight that is it a million tickets? Over a million mm. tickets have been sold um, for the Women's World Cup. It gets underway uh, next month, the end of next month, July 20th. Um, and we've had a squad announcement as well. Yeah, so provisional training squad announcement. Vera Powell won't announce her final 23 until the end of June. Uh, there's a lot of messiness around the World Cup at the moment in terms of TV rights. So we know here in Ireland they'll be on RTE. But in the UK and most of the major European companies, they still don't have TV partners. FIFA are holding out saying that they're undervaluing them. So right now in England, who are one of the favourites, there's BBC or ITV don't have rights to show these games. There's complication with players being released by their clubs. Mm. So Ireland's first warm-up game is June 22nd against Zambia and Tala. Uh, 
Katie McCabe won't be able to play in that game. She won't be released by her club in time because their season ended later than everybody else. There's five or six players playing in America who missed that. So it's not going to be straightforward over the next few weeks in terms of what we would have been used to from a men's World Cup where everybody rocks up on the same day. Yeah, uh, Everybody's there. Everyone knows what's going to happen. Uh, the main story out of the squad is uh, Aoife Mannion, who is a player who's just come in over the last six months. Uh, parents from Mayo, plays for Manchester United, former team of the year has had two really bad ACL injuries and got an Irish passport sort of a speculation she might get in the squad very quickly the belief is she'll be in the starting 11 but she's got a bit of a knee injury and there's a definite concern as to whether she'll make it but aside from that it's it's a long expected lines um, Brief mention then I'm going to Crow Park uh, on uh, Sunday for the Leinster Championship final Kenny and Galway Claire and Limerick as well playing earlier on the day Got that the wrong way around don't they? Oh, should, it should really be. You, you think should, that, the yeah. Leinster, Leinster should you be the warm-up pack Kenny there. Galway are the minor match, basically. Yeah, essentially, let's be honest. Uh, yeah, possibly. I mean, I'm, it's hard to know how much any of these matches matter. Um, you know, I guess they do in that you'll avoid having to play another game if mm. you win them. Uh, it's hard to imagine people's kind of season hangs on them. Well, I, if Kilkenny lose, the Kilkenny point of view would be if they lose... Like it's not a disaster, but it would be two losses in a row, and it, there would be a stretch of a few weeks since they played any good hurling if it didn't go well this weekend. And then Limerick, I guess, if they lose, they'd be twice in the Gaelic rounds to have lost to Clare. It would be a big dent in their confidence. Yeah, the news today out of Kilkenny is that Adrian Mullins not in the squad, so there yeah. was some speculation over the last twenty four hours that he's had an operation. Maybe he'd be back a little bit quicker. I think both these sides have been very inconsistent across the season so far. Yeah, both Galway and Kilkenny, uh, and inconsistent within games. I probably really saw that against Wexford and against Dublin from Galway's point of view. I think if Galway were to lose this, it'd be a huge setback in their season. They've no real momentum with them mm-hmm. at all. Whereas there's still that belief in Kilkenny that you know, in a tough All Ireland quarter final, semi final. They can grind it out. They know how to get it done. Whereas I'm not sure that belief is there. I think there's also a bit more, uh, there'll be a bit more forgiveness for Kilkenny with the new management. Mm. Um, you know, you'd imagine Galway lose this. There'll be more and more questions being asked of whether Henry is bringing them in the right direction. Yeah, they've been brilliant at times. Like it's a like, three-year project or whatever. They're two, they'll be two years into mm. it. And what's the show, people would wonder. Exactly, and they've generally underperformed in the Leinster Championship since they arrived in anyways. Um, but the second half performance against Dublin maybe gives them some yeah. hope, but like 35 minutes isn't going to do it as you get to Leinster finals, All-Ireland semi-finals. Uh, the other one is Limerick against Clare, which should be, could oh, be should one be of great the great, great Munster finals down at the Gaelic Grounds, which Clare are happy to go to. They've said, we much prefer a goal play in your patch than trek down to Cork. Uh, it's a strange analysis of Limerick at the moment in that they're going for five in a row in Munster, they're going for four in a row in terms of All-Ireland titles. But there is a feeling that Clare have their number yeah. because Clare beat them already in the Munster Championship this year. Last year's Munster final, they forced them to extra time. They drew in the Munster Championship round, Robin. There's little or nothing between them. They've got such a strong spine. And Limerick are kind of stuttering. I think at the start of the championship, we all felt that this might be one of the more straightforward ones, that a lot of the contenders around them were sort of plateauing. There was nobody ready to make a burst, but... Limerick have come back to the pack. They've been yes. tight games. Now, there's still a feeling that they're just ready to burst to life. That How many times do we look at, say, Garrod Hegarty is an off day and we go, Ooh, and next thing he pops up and he scores 1-6 and we're talking about the best hurler in the country. They still have doubts over Keane Lynch. He's named among the substitutes. Is he fit enough? How mm. is his hamstring? You know, arguably the best hurler in the country on his day. It's definitely not going to be as straightforward this All-Ireland title as a lot of people expected. But maybe this is the one, much like when Kilkenny did the four in a row, 
just sort of get over the line. there. They, they limped there. over the line. They did. Uh, and not just in that final against uh, Tip. I mean, that would, they, they limped through mm. that championship. Anyway, anyway, Kenny will hopefully continue to limp through Listen, this Listen, I will take limping over a line for an All-Ireland <laughs> any day of the week. Nathan Murphy of Off the Ball. Thanks a million. We'll talk to you again uh, next week. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.